0: Too many things going on at one time. I mean, I started the day off with, well, started yesterday off with no meetings today. Then two meetings, kind of back to back, and then prep meetings, post meetings, and after action reviews and everything else. I'm like, oh, man, the meetings will continue until morale improves. Please, sir, can I have another? Have been an email. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, if we could Gosh, just schedule yeah, I mean,
0: every moment of the day, that'd be fantastic. I'm going to need you to come in on So Saturday. I do like the fact that these, you know, Zoom sessions, just kind of like the open Zoom sessions are great for trying to avoid the, the over-scheduling. You know, now people are kind of misconstruing them as, let's just have one really big long meeting. Like, no, 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 that miss missing the point, man. <laughs> missing the point. Uh, oh, gosh!
1: Did you see the new uh, Amazon headquarters
0: oh, proposal
1: no. for Virginia? I did not. I'm going to find it here. I'm going to send you a link. This is just the... Where the heck is it? It's their new you know, East Coast headquarters yeah. proposal. Yeah. There you go. You ready? I send it in Skype actually so that you can see it on your computer. There you go. Okay. Wow. Yeah. My concept is soft serve. Jeez. It's DNA inspired because Amazon has done everything it can to get inside of your DNA to give you the proper recommendations when you visit their website.
0: Oh Isn't my gosh. that the poop emoji? It's you too,
1: baby. <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> well, it is a pile. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's something, all right. I mean, it just immediately takes me back to school and listening to the justification of the concept. My concept? I re- I remember specifically, like, no, oh my god, my those concept are... is nature. <laughs> yeah, those were my favorite. It's just like, and so, so my concept is, is yeah. My concept is
0: so my My kids, you know, um, I was saying something to them and they sent me back this emoji and it was like this little brown spiral. And I was like, wow, that shows like earth and dirt, you know, the rising from the ground. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what it means. And (laughs) here, what (laughs) are they thinking? I mean, it's iconic, right? Not a lot of footprint in that particular building. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, what. What's interesting to me is
1: that we can build these glass towers and cover them with trees and call it sustainability too. Right? Yeah, which is so it's a wacky force to be reckoned
0: with. It's kind of yeah, I, yeah it's something I, all right. And then Please. and then they have like the the three kind oh. of like more standard. Office buildings that kind of right oh this
1: is totally just like see what they did in Seattle right except there it was the spheres. it was the three spheres here's the the spiral but but those also are surrounded by the Amazon towers as well you know these glass towers. These ones have slivers of greenery in them as well it's,
0: um, so, Amazon's yeah, next sustainability offices in Virginia will include a spiraling rooftop forest. It's spiralling, all right. <laughs> Potentially out of control. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh. It's um it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Computational design
1: at its finest right there. You know,
0: it's another one of those, you know, well, can you do it or should you do it? it should you? <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. The answer is no. I'm 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 even kind of questioning the the weird little the actual like form and shape and glazing patterns of the adjacent buildings too but you know I I I, I, maybe the spiral is a distraction from the eh, of the other buildings (laughs) you know you're just like well you know it Mm. could be yeah could be nice but
1: there's like a there's a serious party deck on that upper upper yeah, tower yeah. overlooking the
0: spiral. Oh, is that what they're gonna The call helix. It? I'm sorry. The helix. It is called the Helix Building. So is this gonna run into the same problems that the uh
1: No, no, no. This one doesn't have a, a hole in the middle and
0: yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Well, you know, I mean don't think I won't so it, it kind of to me looks like I don't know if you're familiar with the the Tatlin Tower. It was a tower designed Mm-mm. it was it was the Soviet Russian version of what was you know supposed to be like the Soviet Russian version of the Eiffel Tower. It was designed by a, an architect mm-hmm. engineer um, Tatlin. You know, and I I had written a paper about it, and so basically it was like this spiral, but it was kind of canted, you know, slightly to the side.
1: Yeah. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I just didn't know it by that name. Yes, I am. A, I was thinking of it as you were talking yeah. about that one, and like, oh, and, you're
0: talking about and the same and one. So this that. sort of reminds Perfect. me of that, but I, I just I, f- I feel this is this yeah. is this is gimmicky, gimmicky architecture at its either highest or lowest. I, I can't. I'm not sure which. You know, you know which which, which I, I feel is it is it just yeah just too much or well in the in the spirit
1: of Arcaspeak, uh, there is a new article on McSweeney's, new to me at least, and I'm gonna find that for the show notes as well. Um, but it's been absolutely fantastic because it's talking about um, these kind of temporary outdoor structures that restaurants are. Mm. Are doing to get around the rules of, and and it's it's entitled, and we definitely can't get into it here. It's just it's worth reading. Um, but it's the the title is "I Am the Designer of This Restaurant's Outdoor Seating Space," and this is my artist statement. Oh, and, I think and I in kind of seen traditional that. or typical, brilliant McSweeney's writer fashion. Uh, there is so much art to speak in this. It just kind of made me think as you were talking about this new helix building and it being the lowest of you know it just seems like but have we read the artist statement yet have we read the architect's statement yet because that i'm sure will fully fully bring to light the justification for this uh iconic geometry and my guess is it would sound a lot like this mcsweeney's article
0: <laughs> all right
1: so we're gonna have to sorry folks this this is a show that requires um yeah you to tap on some links yeah just so that you can if you're not aware of these things which i'm sure you probably already are because there this is like this is the greatest thing for architects to talk about on the internet today
0: yeah there there was a conversation um going on about that i believe it was in the uh Entree architect one oh, okay and they had po- they had posted i don't believe it was the mcsweeney's article but i think it was the um like the original like artist statement and things like that and i was looking at it and i couldn't help but think about the conversations that i've had with you know hopkins health and and everything else when they are talking about air distribution and all of this other stuff and, and though you know they they agree with you know the outside dining and stuff the way that people are going about it is completely wrong. And you know, I, I, I looked at the comments and I kind of saw the the direction that a lot of these comments were going. And so I just kind of like threw my hands up and said, no, I don't really want to get into this conversation mm-hmm, with them mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, you know, where are you getting your information from and all this other stuff? And I'm like, eh, you know. But I mean, you know, there's there's so many people doing research on all of this stuff. It's just nobody is actually listening to it. I mean, all of like the health officials, like say, you know, Hopkins Health, you know, public policy for health and and things like that, who are actually looking for all of these because they look at, you know, not only the health policies, but also like economic impacts and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so they are looking at how do you regain some of this, you know, like our momentum to like, you know, start to engage in restaurants and things like that. And, you know, all of the, you know, like how how do we re-engage our economy but still, you know, live within a pandemic. And so they've been looking at all of this stuff and they've been doing so much published research, but nobody's listening. Yeah. And and you just you it's almost like you kind of bang your head against the wall and say, Why? Why aren't you listening? There are public health officials out there that really are trying to get us back into what we would consider a normal world, but they're trying to do it in a fashion that, you know, is is safe for everybody. But also, you know. They're looking at the, the the raw data of health, and and you know to and so when I saw that, you know, I I, I didn't see the the McSweeney one, which I am very very so looking forward to reading that. Yep. It, it is kind of I, I'm I'm hoping that the, it was probably very similar to. Oh, I, I think I just found it.
1: Yeah, it's 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 interesting because it's so it's part, archa speak and like, justification of of doing the wrong thing, but it's also mm-hmm. because that stuff is pretty obvious, obviously happening, oh, but, gosh. but at the very, but it's also social commentary. Right. And, and I love yeah. how they end it and say, finally, I would be remiss if I did not thank the government for failing to provide this restaurant with the help it would need to simply stay closed to this pandemic. Their lack of support makes my art possible. <laughs> <laughs> and, and nah. I mean, honestly, like the reason many people aren't listening to the guidance is because it's just guidance and the the version of facebook you read has a different is a different version of facebook that somebody else reads and they're getting the opposite right and right and right. not only that but this is all just too much and people are just trying to stay alive and because of you know this kind of snide remark at the end about the government failing to provide the restaurant with the help it actually needs it. All they're doing is providing guidance, right? And and it's just too much. People just want to (laughs) survive. And so it, it, there is so much oppositional forces happening that it's actually just tearing people apart. How do you survive? You know? Right. I don't know. know. (laughs) Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's really unfortunate. I mean, I can't believe how many empty buildings we see around, you know, and
0: they're, buildings are just you know businesses are just going under yeah so but then you have people like amazon who are going to power forward with brand new buildings and i know the area of virginia where this where this is being built and there are a lot of existing buildings
1: well this this is seriously a, a giant slap in the face it's like hey pandemic world look what we're gonna do with all the money we made off of you during the pandemic, right? <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Uh, you... Oh, it's so frustrating. Finish. Yeah. It, it, there's no tact going on here. It's like, hey, we're going to reveal the next big thing while you suffer. <laughs> We've been making it all, all of it off of you,
0: dude. I don't see the ski
1: slopes though. What ski? what are you talking about?
0: I mean, you know, I mean, you're going to go through all this effort. You're not going to like. This isn't Bjork Ingalls. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they should (laughs) have actually went to. Is there skiing in Virginia? Well, I mean, right now there is. I mean, (laughs) or at least in this area, because there's uh, plenty of snow on the ground, or at least snow enough to to ski, Uh, because we did get our version of the Nor'easter. Yep. Weather. Something else to talk about. Yeah, Um, you guys
1: don't get it the way we do. Nope. I did go for a bike ride the other day, and we started in the snow, and that was really cool. We're like in four inches of snow at the top of the mountain, coming down, and less and less snow throughout the the trip. But it was pretty rad. Fresh tracks and uh, powder turns in the snow on a bike is something I never thought I would experience, but it was really cool.
0: A friend had posted some ski adventures at Mount Baldy. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, friend- recently, yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. So apparently it's there I is didn't... snow up there.
1: Yeah, Baldy is a tricky place because uh, when they get snow, it's great. But it's it's a mountain covered in rocks, like really sharp rocks. So they need enough to cover that. And then uh... it freezes over mm. <laughs> and it turns into Ice Baldy. And it's a very dangerous place. It's It is the best mountain in Southern California, but it's very hard to get to. The lifts are from the 40s, mm. so it's not very reliable when you're riding up. But if you can get to the top a few times, it's worth it if if the snow is good, for sure. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's a It's a pretty crazy place.
0: I'll tell you the one thing that I've never really had any interest in, in that skiing.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Man, I learned how to ski off the roof of my house when I was a kid. We had so much snow up in the Lake Tahoe area. And that was kind of where I got the bug and then... It was funny because we only learned how to cross-country ski. We didn't learn how to downhill ski. My I, par- my parents were not into downhill skiing, which every kid wants to do, right? Go go down a big mountain, ride a chair, lift up. Yes, please.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I will say that, let me restate that, I would probably have interest in cross-country you know, cross skiing. I don't know if I, I, I know for a fact I just don't have any interest because knowing me, it's just like, wait, how do I stop again? Oh wait, nope. Tree. Okay, that's how I stop. <laughs> where is, where is cross country? I can kind of see. You know, I, I I had an order track for a while. I if if it's that, then okay, I'll I'll do that.
1: I like how you just kind of off the cuff said I had an order track for a while. Said said everybody <laughs> on the planet <laughs> exactly. <right?
0: laughs> uh, had had a Bo, oh, wow. had a bowflex once too. Yeah. <laughs> You remember the Bowflex? Yeah. Yeah, you did.
1: Uh, How come everybody buys those new and they don't buy them used? Seriously, the the used market for that stuff's got to be amazing.
0: I, you know, I don't understand why like especially now why that wouldn't be like a hit. Well, now it's the Peloton, right? Everybody's talking uh, about their Peloton.
1: Yeah. Could they just they want to spend more money to ju- to justify getting fit. Yeah. Because because community, because internet. Yeah, internet connected cycling
0: device equals fitness i don't i don't want somebody like 500 miles away from me yelling at me if i'm not riding fast enough <laughs> yeah well people swear by it they they do seem to love their peloton i would be swearing i mean yeah <laughs> cormac pedal faster yeah well uh, insert colorful word enhancers Now we ain't got anything. Got's nothing. Up to soft serve. That is so. What the hell? What the hell, man. That thing is so wacky. Yeah, it is.
1: I'm trying to zoom in and enhance can't tell what the heck's going on there's like some really weird stair and ramping going on because it's a very steep slope of the
0: spiral i went to a free lecture at yale school of architecture last night and it was uh marlon blackwell oh yeah and it was cool. fantastic i should have sent it to you citizen um, architect right there yeah i mean you know i i Every, every time I see his work, you know, I gain even more respect for like what he's doing and kind of the approach to you always have this wonder or worry about, you know, architects, you know, trying to do this, you know, more ego boosting thing. And he's taking pride in doing these like amazing pieces of work that are like the cheapest built. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, this costs, uh, you know, a thousand dollars a square foot. Wow, that seems to be a pretty abusive use of the owner's money. Wasteful, and he—he's just think? like this whole thing was built for just around one hundred and twenty dollars a square foot, and you're like, wow, I mean, that's a lot for very little, and and so you know, you you got to respect like the his ability to like be able to like really. You know do really good work for very, very little and I think that's like nobody ever really pays attention to the architects in the middle you know, it's he goes mm-hmm. it's you know it's the the talent on the coasts um, but right, you know right, right. and no one's really paying attention to the middle. I mean hell I mean when you and I went to when we saw Rand Elliot and I mean oh, I, yeah. I was Monterey just, design Conference. yeah I mean I was just enamored. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's you know was is, was everything like my cup of tea maybe not but i mean everything was done with such this high level of competency and you you dig in a little bit deeper to it on a budget on a really like tight budget too yeah there's a modesty to it for sure yeah and you're just like wow you know how how are they how are they getting away with that and, you know it's pretty amazing that that's you know kind of what they're doing
1: yeah I, that's why i say citizen architect i guess that could be taken different ways but to me in this context it has to do with spending money wisely and bringing architecture to those who typically aren't th- you know like we're not talking about the types of projects that typically are capital a architecture because of the budget whereas this one they're getting capital a architecture because of the and with that budget right so confusing hard to say but it does that make sense yeah 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 i i think that that's that's what i appreciate about that kind of work and and like what you said with with rand elliott too it's it's a convenience store it's a gas station it's a parking garage it's a community center it's uh you know the stuff that we saw in the citizen architect documentary Mm -hmm. right about about auburn and about rural studio and and it really is like it's bringing design and principles of design and the psychology of design and what space can do and affect people to the masses right and it's not just reserved for the 1%, which is what we're looking at here with this um, god-awful spiral in Virginia. Yeah. It, it really is like the us versus them versus like we're all in this together kind of a, a sense or an attitude. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a, it's a totally different perspective. And so, yeah, that sounds, sounds cool. Do you know if that was
0: recorded? It was, yes. So... Um... I'll see if they actually like sent out a link to the attendees or if it was just something that they're kind of keeping in in on their own. So I'll have to double yeah. I'll have to double check
1: okay. well, if 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 it is available, we'll put it in the show notes, but it does seem like an, a really appropriate counterpoint to this Amazon project. It,
0: <laughs> absolutely.